we're able to believe or not believe. So in your believing, seek those answers because that only just sharpens your skill. Iron sharpens iron. And so when you are out and you're trying to bring souls to Christ, because that's as believers, that's what we should be doing. You're going to get asked those tough questions. And so when you're asked those tough questions, you're going to already have a response because you did the work. Study to show thyself approved. Welcome to Theology and Therapy. I'm your host, Alicia, and I'm currently a therapist in training who aspires to help the Christian community. Being that I am a student, everything that I say will come from my own research and or experience. And this podcast is not to be a substitute for therapy. I highly encourage you to seek a licensed mental health professional in your area. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I hope you enjoyed this session. So I'm going to talk about the different denominations that Christianity has. So without going into the whole history of, you know, the Bible and how it broke off into Baptist and then you have Catholic and then you have um, non-denominational practices, you have Kojic, which is Church of God in Christ, you have all these type of type of denominations within Christianity that is kind of confusing to the non-believers. And me personally, I feel that if we all believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and he died for our sins and rose again, then why are there different practices within the church? And when I say practices, I'm saying that some churches who still believe in Christ, they don't shout. They don't believe in shouting. They don't believe in speaking of the tongues. There's some that still practice that, okay, women should be wearing skirts or dresses. They should wear men's clothes, which would be considered pants or shorts. And there's all these different practices that go on that makes it confusing to the non-believers when we're trying to invite them to church because they've been to these different practices and they don't know what to believe, what is supposed to be God. And then it also makes it confusing to the believers because there's some that don't believe in the Holy Trinity. And so I feel that we're reading the same King James Version. And then there's some that goes into the Old Testament. They feel like the Old Testament is is law, law, law. And so women, and so that goes into why women shouldn't be wearing men's clothing and things of that nature, or you shouldn't cut your hair um, because that's what was in the Bible. And so I feel that with these different practices, or let's be frank, some people are taking certain things and holding it as a law. Um, I feel that you know, we need to we need to do away with that because it's hard when you're trying to bring souls to Christ. Um, there was a time where, you know, Sarah let um, Abram sleep with their handmaid, right? And then you have this whole TV show of The Handmaid's Tale. And, you know, we're not practicing that today. You know what I mean? Um, there's so many different things that we need to to come against, to to do without. As long as that you believe that Christ, Jesus Christ, is the Son of God, he 
died for our sins on the cross and he rose again, right? So he not just died, but he rose. He, he defeated Satan. He defeated death, right? As long as you believe all that, then you too shall be saved, right? And so these practices, this, oh, I, I shout better than you, or I speak in tongues, you don't. It, it, it really does put a lot of pressure. It makes you second guess, well, why isn't the Holy Spirit flowing through me? And why can't I talk in tongues? Or why, why aren't I shouting like everybody else is? And, and then you have those who are literally going online, looking at how to shout. And then learning how to shout. Whereas the way I was brought up is that that's supposed to flow naturally, right? That shouting is supposed to come when the Holy Spirit takes over. You know, um, you have people in the Bible who shouted, right? Because the Holy Spirit was moving in that place. And so if you're purposely doing a one-two step, can you really say that the Holy Spirit is moving within you or are you shouting until the Holy Spirit moves within you? With tongues, there's some people who just naturally good at repeating what they hear. And so are you really speaking in tongues or are you forcing yourself to speak in tongues? And so when you have those non-believers that come and you try to talk to them about Christ or talk to them about your religion and what you believe, um, they'll rebuttal what they see in the church. You know, that, oh, pastors are sleeping with the congregation or you have single um, parents in the, in the congregation. You have teen pregnancy in the congregation. You have all these other things. And they're holding that to say, oh, that's why they don't want to come to church. But us as believers, we know that all fall short of the glory of God. All fall short. There's no person walking God's green earth that is perfect. That already happened. His name was Jesus Christ. And now he's up in heaven with the Father, right? At the right hand. So we know that we can't look at the pastor and think that he's supposed to be 100% perfect. You know, we can't look at the deacons, the choir, the youth pastor, whoever it is, and, and say that they're supposed to be 100% perfect. We're all striving for that perfection. We're all striving to be like Christ, or at least we should be, right? We should be, but we're going to fall short. We're going to fall short. And I feel that um, when it comes to us, ministering to the non-believers and that's why it's so critical that we present ourselves a living sacrifice we present ourselves holy in his name because you have those that's watching us and saying well you do xyz why should i come to church because i'm already doing xyz and i don't need to come to church you see what i'm saying and so that's why it says present your bodies a living sacrifice not just withstaining from sex if you're not married, but also withstaining from cigarettes, alcohol, all those type of things, so that when someone who's not who is a non-believer is looking at you, they can say, Well wow, if you can do all this and and still be 
upbeat, still be yourself, then let me see who this God is that you're talking about. Or let me see who this God is that you believe in so strongly. And like I said, we all fall short. We all fall short. There's nobody here that is going to be, that's going to get it right 100% of the time. You know, our days will come when we can, when we leave this dwelling. Because this is not our home. If, as believers, you know that this earth is not our home. I hope you enjoyed this session. All resources mentioned can be found at theologyandtherapy.com. If you would like to be a part of the Spill the Tea portion of our session, please email us at alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A, at theologyandtherapy.com. If you would like to be anonymous, please state that in the email. You can also follow us on Instagram at Theology and Therapy. Until our next session, have a great week.